Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. You're probably checking out this episode going, oh, I wonder what happened to his horse. But this is recorded on the same day as the last one. So we do two recordings at a time. It's still tomorrow. So Logan and I will update. Yeah, because Logan's going to come out. Are you going to come out? I don't think uh, you're going to come out. I don't know. Can no, I watch it on not, TV? You're not coming out. You can. You can stream it. Stream you're it. the game time decision guy that doesn't come. Sometimes. Depends. Do you use that that terminology? I used to use that a lot when I really didn't want to do something. I'd be like, hey, I'm a game time decision, but don't count me out. No. And then I'd be like, sorry, game time's here. I can't come. That sounds like something <laughs> a sports person would say. That's right. You're a well, you're a, you're a football guy now. No. Well, you're, you I'm did your... I'm a spreadsheet your... fantasy there you go. person. All right. Hey, Oscar Shibway coming back what? to the University of Kentucky. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> National Player of the Year was our uh, young man who came to University of Kentucky to when? play this year. So he was on the team. Yeah. Oh, yes. How do you sleep at night? We might have to edit this part I thought, out. Uh, <laughs> I thought Will was our... Okay, that's football. Oh, Will Levis. basketball. Oh, boy. We're talking basketball now. You are scaring me. <laughs> our basketball yeah. team's still good? Yeah, well... They were really good, and then they kind of just fizzled out. It's kind of like the stock market. Yeah, so out. I filled out one of those bracket things this year, mm-hmm. and it was like one of the first times I've ever played with non-Kentucky people. Mm-hmm. So usually my strategy when I play in Kentucky is to just not pick Kentucky. Right, right, sure. But this um, year you did. Because I was playing with non-people who don't like Kentucky. Uh, so I was like, well, my edge will be I'll pick Kentucky. And we got smoked. That failed. Logan, yeah, it was Logan heard all bad. about that. We're going to have Will back um, closer to the season, though, I think. Will uh, Levis, who joined us a year or so ago uh, prior to really making the, the splash that he did to uh, uh, really reignite the University of Kentucky football program. I would say it was on a great trajectory, but certainly his presence and uh, leadership, holy cow, uh, and, you know, just kicked us off even further. And um, he's on, on uh, track kind of to be a, a significant standout this year in all of college football. So it'll be fun to have him back, and he's making waves with uh, the NIL, which is what we talked about previously. So we'll definitely have him back for you sports fans out there. Um, All right, so we've got a question today, which is a little bit niche. Do you say niche or niche? You you say niche. I'm arguing. I'm guessing niche. I don't know. Uh, Is it niche or niche? I've heard it both ways. I don't know. Anyways. It's um, one of those... Words it's a varies. niche it's like question. Pop or soda? Mm, yeah, that's where you are. That's geographic. Or Coke, if you're in Atlanta. But that's a totally different word. That's not like you're saying it differently. Like soda, sada. No, that's tomato, tomato. Sense. Anyways, uh, this is a niche question about employee stock uh, option. Employee stock option plan. Employee stock ownership plan. Golly, the ESOP. So this is a niche question, but it is interesting. And if you ever run into something like this, it'll be important to know. So, um, Cam, what do you got? D-I-Y. 
Hi, DIY Money. My name's Cam. Love the show. Uh, my question for you is what to do with a large sum employee stock ownership, or also known as ESOP. Uh, I left the company two years ago, and it has to be distributed at six years. Just wondering whether or not a 401k or roll it into an IRA, or there was a better option. Thank you. Okay, I can only speak to this from the standpoint of what we have done with folks in the past. Um, so, but for a little bit of background, for some people out there, an employee stock ownership plan or an ESOP is a way for owners or founders of a business to transfer ownership to employees over time and have them not only um, own the business, but basically participate in the growth of the business. So it is just like um, a, a stock in a, in a corporation, but it is your corporation that you're working in. And unlike being traded on the stock exchange, it pretty much is reset as a price once a year. Uh, when all the accounting numbers are done and, and a business has an opportunity to look back and see how the year is, they basically will revalue the price of the whole business at that time uh, based on a predetermined metric. So they don't kind of change those metrics over time. Um, so it could be, hey, our, our, our business is valued at you know four times our profit or whatever. EBITDA is a number that's often used, uh, earnings before interest taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Uh, and so, therefore, as the business grows or declines, that stock price then uh, is revalued. Uh, when a company uh, has that and an individual leaves, they typically have in their plan documents um, a guideline, just as Cam alluded to, that says, hey, you, you can't be in this forever. <clears throat> You're no longer working at the company. So... Uh, you have to dispose of this or take these these funds out. You have to basically sell back your shares. Now, uh, it is nice to hear that you have the option of rolling this into an IRA. So it sounds like this was uh, qualified money, um, uh, probably uh, either bought or given to you from the corporation and put inside of a, a qualified plan for tax purposes. So uh, f I know, again, in, in the past, what I did with the individual who we worked with who had a similar situation, first, he still had intimate knowledge of the business, even though in his, in, in his situation he was retired. Um, he had intimate knowledge of the business. He knew that the business was doing very well. So he held uh, his shares as long as possible. Um, he kept a pulse on the business. He, he communicated with people that were still there. He was like, I feel good about this business. This is good. And unlike a stock that's in the publicly traded markets that might have a very good year, but because of whatever, a missed earnings or poor guidance or whatever, the stock gets absolutely creamed. If a private corporation does well, um, it doesn't matter what Wall Street thinks. The stock value is going to go up because the intrinsic value of the business went up. Um, so that's, I wish, how all stocks were valued, but that's just not reality. So, uh, again, he kept his finger on the pulse of the business, felt very strongly, and it wasn't until that final year that he was sort of kicked out. Then, for tax purposes, it was 
uh, it would have been terrible for him to take that as a lump sum and and cash that out. Uh, so he put it into an IRA. He was already retired. There was no other qualified plan that he was uh, that was available to him. So he moved that into his IRA. Um, my suspicion in in your case, unless you just for whatever reason, want to consolidate with your current employer's 401k, which I believe more than likely you would have to go from the ESOP to your IRA, then your IRA to the 401k. Um, I would just keep it flexible uh, and and put it into your you know to your IRA again. This isn't this is a kind of an individual situation, so I would maybe seek out some further counsel uh, because if you're pursuing something like a a backdoor Roth IRA, then that. Uh, you know, you might run into problems if you do that. Um, but again, I, I personally favor uh, the liquidity of, of moving it into an IRA. So again, there, I know there's a lot more that, that you could speak on to this, Daniel, but that's Well, yeah, I mean, there's individual specifics uh, with all financial plans. When you get into things like ESOPs and, and other um, sort of employee, whether it's uh, stock or uh, just some of the more intricate levels as far as compensation and... Um, stocks and incentives and things like that, it, it really becomes looking at the individual plan and and what makes sense from your tax perspective and what makes sense for your long-term planning, et cetera, and just kind of setting you up for success. But uh, in this particular instance, probably, yeah, the, the best general rule of thumb is, yes, to roll this over into a uh, tax-deferred retirement account, uh, which is a good rule of thumb for any time you're sort of uh, leaving an employer and you have plan money available is to definitely not take those as taxable distributions early on. Uh, obviously, you have the income tax on that plus the uh, the early withdrawal penalties. So uh, the more that you can avoid that in your professional life, the more that you can roll these things over into um, plans or into uh, these plans over into rollover IRAs, uh, the better off you will be in the long run. Definitely don't pay undue taxes on those. What situation would someone, you know, they've got to take it out. I mean, is there any any time a situation where somebody says, I've got to take this out and pay the taxes, pay the, pay the you know, get hit on the penalty? Um, and there's very few reasons why you should tap a retirement account and pay the, the income tax plus the 10% penalty. Uh, really, it comes down to if there's absolutely no other option. And the reason for that is, is because uh, once you sort of uh, dig that hole or dig that deficit, it's really hard then to go back and save that uh, deficit up again, plus the earnings that you missed out on and so forth. So if you think about if you were to you know withdraw tens of thousands of dollars from your uh, retirement accounts, you now need to make up that difference in the next you know, a couple of years to to then have those funds available to grow for you. So you're talking about, you know, if, if you're switching jobs or something like that in your new job now, your uh, savings rate has to be significantly high. However, you're, you're capped at annual maximums that you can put into uh, an IRA or a plan or so forth. So uh, even if you have the money available later on, now you're running into caps on what you're actually allowed to put in. Obviously, you can use a taxable account, something like that, but you really need to find find other ways unless you're getting down to just, you know, dire emergencies. Like you're not going to be able to keep a house, uh, keep food on the table, things like that, then maybe yes. But if you can make other structural changes to your life, uh, very rarely should you tap funds that have been set aside for retirement. Perfect. Um, I was hoping you'd say that. I was hoping that you were like, well, if you're in debt to your bookie and you've over-levered and... Yeah, I mean, personal finance is personal, so... You know, there's probably situations out there where 
yeah, we you know you run the numbers, you go oh maybe in this instance, but I mean I've never found anybody who ten or twenty years later goes wow I'm really glad that I paid taxes and penalties yeah on those funds to get them out because now I just have so much in my retirement savings that I've made up along the way. I like paying taxes. Cam, you're a sharp guy, it sounds like, um, and you said the word significant, so significant amount, sounds like you've done well. Uh, you know, again, you, it might behoove you to communicate just with an advisor, get a second opinion, but um, rolling that into an IRA uh, and and uh, putting yourself into a position in the future to um, have a stable uh, and sound retirement is always wise. Uh, for high earners and somebody who's done well, however, uh, make no mistake, I think it's very important to save uh, in a in a non-tax-deferred manner as well. So uh, whether it be through Roth or regular investment accounts, uh, to put yourself in a position for early on in your retirement years to have tax flexibility. And I'll just kind of leave that there. Uh, but again, there's your tax planning for retirement starts much, much earlier than most people uh, even think about. Uh, and that will set yourself up for the future to where you're not in retirement paying higher tax bracket than you are currently, because that's going to be a rude awakening for a lot of people who only save in tax-deferred accounts. So uh, that's our food for thought today. Great question. Uh, Cam will send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Uh, really like the questions that are coming in. Specifically, I like that they're staying within that minute range. So um, if you're like Cam, just sent it to us two weeks ago. So uh, his his question immediately jumped into the, into the queue because uh, it was... I don't know, 44 seconds long or something like that. So again, you know, it's not the shorter the better, but keep it within that minute, um, and we'll and if it's uh, good quality, we'll certainly get it on get it on the show, and then we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. All you need to do is send that audio question to podcast at diymoney.org. That's podcast at diymoney.org. Uh, All right, friends, remember, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.